I looked at that and he really looked like just someone just strapped a body cam. It just felt so real and kind of impossible to do it today with the tech, but the tech is there. Welcome to All About the Metaverse podcast, the show that keeps you up to date with the latest technology, trends, and news about our future digital world. Alexis, welcome back to another episode of the All About the Metaverse podcast. Hi, Chris. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Very delighted to, uh, well, start kicking again, I guess. So uh, let's uh, let's kick it right into uh, into the thick of it. Uh, you already have lined up a couple of discussions, so let's go. I have, yeah. And I think again, like just so that everyone knows, I do consider you a co-host, not a sidekick. <laughs> this isn't about. Oh, I'm happy to sidekicking. You know, exactly. As long as you don't, you know, bitch slap me, <laughs> like you know, like that meme of, of Batman. <laughs> it is the back slapping rug. Slap. <laughs> Boink. <laughs> All right. Well, we're delighted to be the co-host. I'm, I'm definitely going to drop that meme in now and uh, put my name and your name later on. Right. Okay. So Let's there go. is three really big things that I think that we should talk about today. One of them being last week, 10 days ago, Meta announced their financial results. And this is a huge one because whether we like it or not, Meta is a big player in the metaverse. Lots of people are talking about them as being, they're never going to make the metaverse. They've lost so much money and look at what they created and blah, 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 blah. I think there's a lot to be said for that, but I wanted to start with, what are your thoughts? So this quarter, they've reported that they lost 4 billion in the reality labs section of the business, which is what's focused Mm -hmm. on making this metaverse and the VR side of things. And that's after losing 14 billion last year. So in a quarter, this sounds like they're not easing up in terms of their investment. What are your thoughts? Well, I, I think, um, well, we had a, qu- a quick discussion before, uh, and, and you were very right when you mentioned, like, you're such a large company doing such investments to them, it's, it's, it's peanuts. And if you, if you were to keep growing at a staggering rate as they used to be growing, then you need to venture on some new tech. Okay. So it's very clear that they, they, they chose which horse they want to bet in. And the horse seems to be, okay, well, Metaverse seems to be definitely one. Uh, Even if right now it's a loss, maybe on the long run, it's going to be a win. Uh, Let's see. I don't see them going into AI quite yet, or at least they haven't made it very clear. Um, I find I find it quite uh, uh, quite idealistic. Uh, It's either uh, the fallacy of sunken cost going on here, or they really have something very big uh, in the pipe that nobody's aware because even though, okay, nobody gives a shit if you lose $4 billion, but it's still a big number, uh, even even by meta standards. Yeah, I think that's the, the big one that it, this is a bit of a crazy kind of concept, right? I run a small business. When you start talking in things like we lost $4 billion, but it's okay, like we'll be okay. And you think, how, how is it going to be okay? But I do think it's important to note that Facebook, sorry, meta, got to keep remembering that meta didn't lose 4 billion in that quarter and this is what's really interesting even with that 4 billion loss for reality labs meta overall i think the total profit was about 5.7 billion for the quarter so they're still making good amounts of money right the only people that Mm -hmm. probably want them to make more money is the shareholders especially the big ones that are saying oi cut costs reduce the numbers make more profit so bearing in mind they've now laid off 13,000 maybe more people so far um this is making them a profitable company and that's including i'm guessing having to pay out all sorts of redundancies and packages to lay people off etc so they're still making real money 
You know, I think we are not giving them a break uh, enough because, again, the technology that they are putting forward, it's it, this is high tech. This is high high level technology that needs to be, you know, uh, uh, pleasantly accepted by the masses. And in order to do that, you need to have, you know, a nice, smooth tech that doesn't box, that doesn't make you dizzy, that it's, you know, uh, friendly, that has a, a real purpose. And you don't build that in a year. I mean, we are all being, you know, big babies here, like, hey, come on, I want everything now. All right. Um, and, and again, uh, you, we can't steer a, a company just, you know, to please investors. Investors have to see as well what's, what's coming on the long term. Uh, again, I might be biased here, but, uh, and we said that before on that podcast, the, the next iteration of the web, okay, the next internet, it's going to be happening uh, in a digital form, uh, an immersive digital form, where is mixed reality, where is like metaverse, like deep into the metaverse. I don't know, but it looks that uh, it will take a little while uh, to get it right. We just need to give it time for sure. It's an interesting one because I think what we were talking about just before we hit the record button as well, uh, I think it's the All In podcast with Jason Calacanis, Chamath, Sachs, uh, somebody else, can't remember the guy's name now, sorry. But they were talking about it in the sense that these big companies that have all been kind of announcing their numbers, this the financials for the first quarter, and what they're realizing is that these companies aren't doing 100x growth and there's not a scope for them to do 100x growth. They're no longer big growth companies. So for me, one of the things about this kind of play is this potentially could be a 10x growth in the future. If it works out and if it all goes well, it could be. I'm not saying it will be, but it could be. If this is the next version, and like you say, the next iteration of the internet and it's this virtual world and everything else, there's a statistic that made me, my, like my mind boggled from this. But as part of what Meta have done, they're kind of creating the Meta sign-in rather than Facebook, rather than Instagram, et cetera. So you've got this Meta sign-in, but they've also allowed people to create their own Meta avatars. And so far, they announced the other day that there's been over a billion Meta avatars created. Now, this is whilst there is nobody using the Metaverse, but a billion people <laughs> have created a digital avatar just because they could. Yeah. Maybe if you want to do a business that does a hundred X, maybe you should start to do like a Pepe token rather than, you know, like building a, a ginormous, uh, a ginormous company that will onboard tens of billions. I mean, when I say tens of billions, I mean, when I say tens of billions is like, you know, you uh, uh, users. Right, not 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 only users, but users. Right, could be businesses, could be people. Uh, and again, uh, you definitely have like more than ten billion uh, internet pages. Right, so um, so it will take a while. I'm going to leave Pepe's token to everybody else. Do your own research. <laughs> this is not financial yeah. advice. <laughs> Please read oh, no, the fine no, print. Absolutely not. Uh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Buy Pepe token. <laughs> <laughs> Don't buy Pepe token. Don't buy anything no. based on what we say. Never buy anything based on what we say. Uh, yeah, I will never ask your money. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want to buy a black t-shirt, which will be available soon in every metaverse. Yeah, and on the on the NFT standard, 5606. Yeah, right? <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> on, absolutely all metaverses. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, let's jump into the second topic. I don't know if we are, if everyone else has seen this yet, or maybe it's just because we're super geeky in this space and we like this, but YouGov... Uh, released a report the other day about the metaverse and how people are looking at this. So for people who don't know, YouGov is a internet research, marketing research company. They're based out of the UK, I believe, but I think they also now work across the globe. They put together a big ass, big ass report. Like it's got 
lots and lots of pages with lots and lots of statistics. But if you want to read that, we'll leave a link in the 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 well, link in the show notes below. Yep. But I think one of the really key things was I just want to set the stage for this before anyone starts talking about it. But when surveying nationally representative UK and US audiences, YouGov defined the metaverse as a virtual world where you can create an electronic version of yourself and then take part in activities on your devices and associated equipment. So it's really specific language, but this is what they use to set the tone for what they were actually doing as part of this market research. Now, here's what I found really interesting. More than half of all the people that they asked uh, had heard of the metaverse now. So this has now become oh, more, peop- more people okay. know. Yeah, this is huge, right? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, there was another report I saw that in, in, in Ireland, actually, not so many people heard about uh, the term metaverse. So, again, uh, our Irish friends uh, get uh, get up to speed. Yeah. Well, listen, I mean, like looking at those numbers, if you say 57 to 55% of people actually have said that they have heard of this, this is already, for me anyway, it's a big thing. Like nobody really knows what it is. Nobody knows exactly what it will be. Lots of people have very different definitions of that. But I think what's really interesting is that actually, that as you keep reading the report, some of the other data suggests that, I think this was the one that I really liked as well, that the metaverse is currently expected to manifest as an improved and extended version of virtual reality. That's how people see it, or that's what people are expecting this to potentially be. Mm-mm-mm. And I think that's a really important one because we've talked about this before as well, and we've crossed paths on on this topic. What is the metaverse? Is it accessible through your phone? Is it accessible through Chrome browser on your computer? Is it accessible through AR, VR headsets? What is that kind of development? What does that development look like? But it seems like actually the majority of people that are talking about knowing about it or understanding what it is potentially, they're seeing it as being a VR thing, a VR play. What's your thoughts? Well, VR, it's coming. So um, now what people perceive, it's obviously quite far away from uh, what the reality is going to be. Uh, Another thing that's going to happen quite quickly and people might not be ready for it. And I'm, I'm saying it, I'm saying it here on that on that podcast viewed by billions of people. I think that Web4 is in the cusp of being created when you have, you know, metaverse, blockchain, you know, AI all coming together and and, and thus that's going to be, uh, you know, Web4. So what, what, what it creates here is that the expectation of people is only on on a certain level, which it's you know not quite deep enough, I would say. Um, the, the surprise that we're going to get is going to be really something that is going to be close to being plugged into the matrix. Now, I think it's quite nice that more people, um, you know, figuring out what the metaverse is. Um, but I, it seems that the expectations are misaligned with what is being delivered. Okay, and and it's going to be even more so. I think what it's going to become, it's going to be even more than what people think it's going to be. Now, of course, uh, we're seeing that Apple and uh, who else has uh, has unveiled, you know, some new tech, I think was, oh, you were saying Microsoft, right? So, yeah, so this is the news that came out this week, which Microsoft have uh, apparently filed a patent yeah. for brand new eye tracking software. So they're all coming out, right? So they, all these they're things doing, are coming they're out. They're doing a play for sure. Yeah. And I think this is so really interesting. So if you look at these numbers, right, we might come back to the YouGov report because I might have some other statistics. Mm. <laughs> but <laughs> if you talk about this idea of like the AR, VR, the screen-based metaverses, how does that actually play out? So I think it's interesting to see that YouGov, for most people in their minds, they still picture this probably influenced by films, you know, the things like uh, Ready Player One, 
they still see this as being a VR. You're talking about it as like a, you know, you, you go into the matrix and you're really engrossed in that. So mm-hmm. PlayStation created or released, sorry, last month, I think about a month ago, the VR2, their second generation headset for VR. It has been mind-bogglingly well-received by the community, like in terms of what people have said about it. The experience has been fantastic. Connected to something like a PS5 obviously just gives you that next generation of AAA experiences that can be built. Mm. But what I thought was really interesting about it is they've said, I think the figures that they've released officially are they sold between 270 and 300,000 units in basically a month. Did you get yours? I haven't, no, I can't afford a PlayStation no. 5. Please sponsor mm. this podcast to help us get a PS5. Please? Yeah, I want one too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, the, the, the reality of this is though, like it took them five months to sell just under a million units with the very first VR headset. If they've managed to hit like a third of that in just over a month, like this is crazy numbers in terms of how this is actually ramping up. And I still believe that the PlayStation 5 is probably not as integrated everywhere as it is, right? There's a generation of people a bit like me that have a PS4, haven't upgraded. I don't get enough time to play games as much as I'd like to, so I haven't got into it the next generation. So, so, so wait a minute. So now it's going to be the competition between, again, Microsoft and Sony, who's going to get, you know, the, the very best uh, tech, like, you know, maybe eye-censored, eye yeah? Well, wait a minute. Well, didn't the- st- Stephen Hawking came up with that already. I mean, oh, Intel actually came up with that already. Stephen Hawking was actually living in the metaverse already. Well, like, about that? look, put it this way. If Microsoft <laughs> come after this market right now, I think this is huge, right? Like Microsoft have just had a bit of a blow. Uh, their Activision deal that they wanted to put through, the UK regulators have said they can't. So the UK mm. really stifling that. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm based in the UK for anyone listening. So this is a big, uh, big slap that that's the only country that's really pushed against this. So... Look, if Microsoft are coming after this market, it's for a reason. Mm. I don't believe that all of these players and all of these very smart people at these very big companies that have been integral to the way that we've lived our lives online, gaming, Microsoft, I mean, is just mind boggling. Imagine what they've done with ChatGPT and their investment in OpenAI in just such a short period of time. If these guys are doubling down on VR, if these guys are doubling down on that experiential kind of way of interacting, the headset, the technology, how you can be within that environment, there's got to be something more to it, right? Like, I, I think we might have a second season in us. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Well, <clears throat> well, listen, I'm, I'm, first of all, most I'm looking forward to what Apple is going to do. Uh, for sure, Microsoft's huge machine is a huge, it means a huge enterprise, right? So they're going to come up with something very cool, unlike Skype. Um, but um, I'm, I'm more looking forward to see what Apple is going to come out because they announced it's going to come out in September, isn't it? Uh, I- I don't know how official all of this is and knowing Apple and I'm a big Apple fanboy. Like I basically Mm. have only owned a PC to be able to game and do a few things here and there. But outside of that, everything I use for work is my MacBook Pro, my iPhone, like everything. Mm-hmm. I 100% love what Apple does. Uh, sorry, this, this podcast is not being sponsored. So easy, easy. <laughs> Apple, easy. please sponsor us. Um, the, the reality of it is though, like they have had some issues when it comes to releasing quite big banging announcements and they've made some like, you know, we're going to make this product. That sounds great. So one of their wireless charging pads was going to be fantastic. One thing or another. And then, oh yeah, it's not out quite yet. We'll have to push that a bit further down the line. And currently, uh, I think Apple's having a bit of a 
transitionary phase as well since they went into their own silicon chips. It's been really interesting to see this. The average person is no longer upgrading because the difference between their first M1, which blew people's minds, is what I use. It's incredible. But then to transition to an M2 for a marginal difference hasn't shown people enough to actually make them do it. And I think this is becoming a thing for them as well. So maybe the uh, the AI headset is the next phase. But I think as well, AI, I know you don't, you keep telling me this isn't the AI podcast, but the AI game is also going to play huge. Oh no, we, 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 need, we need to add it. We need to add it. Yeah, yeah, we need to add some uh, some sprinkles of AI in that podcast. I think uh, I think this technology it's now clear that it's going to continue, you know, flourishing and and adding some uh, salt and pepper to whatever tech is out there already, and definitely is going to be a part of the metaverse as well. Uh, just 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 in terms of you know creating those beautifully colored and 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 sensor rich environments, right? Yeah, 100%. And I think, again, like just to sort of remember this as well, Apple make incredibly nice, let's call them sexy products, right? They are. Yeah, they do. Let's, but when we talk about Microsoft, we've got to remember as well, it's not about the tech or the lack of tech that they make in that sense. It's actually about the gaming people. There's a huge, huge community through Xbox, through PC, through et cetera, that are using the Xbox uh, online gaming facilities, let's call them. But if you start yep. looking at those, there's 120 million monthly active users as of December 2022. Again, just pulling well, up some go. stats really quickly. But that's a big audience, right, to play with. Hmm. They're going to get it right, obviously, because they don't want to lose the awesome market share that they can just capture uh, very quickly. Imagine if you come out of the gate with an awesome device and right away you have 150 million users right there and then, like right away out of the gates. Okay, well, you're very well ahead of the of the of the race, hundred percent. Yeah, and again, like this is just getting better and better, right? So there's a I don't know if you saw this. There's a video game that came out recently. Sorry, that was announced recently, and mm-hmm. and it looks photorealistic. Did you see that one? So it's using no, Unreal Five. So Unreal Engine Five. I'll drop the clip down below afterwards. And they released this. Yeah. That people actually immediately called out the developer on Twitter and said, "This is fake, right? You've just filmed this using a body cam." Oh wait! Oh wait! Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. I saw that right? actually. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he then showed manipulating this environment in Engine in Unreal Engine. Yeah. And that's the moment where I clicked and went, "Oh my god!" Like the next phase. You're talking about AAA games where mm. games look very good to going to, I don't know, quadruple A games where it's realistic to the point of being a simulation? To, to be honest, I didn't believe it. I, I looked at that and it really looked like just someone just strapped a body cam and went into, you know, like a like some, some ghetto and, and, and play, play, play guns. I don't know. It, it just felt so, so real and kind of impossible to, to do it today with the tech, but the tech is there. So yeah, that was definitely, definitely beautiful to watch. Uh, put the link below so our, our auditors can uh, have a look at that if they haven't seen it already. Absolutely. I will add that there. And I think that's, again, probably a great place to call it for today. But there are some monumental shifts happening right now. I think we have to, again, our premise of this show, we don't bash anybody. But if Microsoft are building out something, if Apple is releasing a headset, if there are game developers now making things that are so photorealistic that it's hard to tell, all of this sort of screams, you know, there's a direction here that could play out and the VR could play a massive part of it, AR as well. But this is a really interesting space and the time to be looking at this space, I think, more than anything else. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with you. And uh, I think that will give us more legs than for more episodes because I'm really, as you said, this is a great time to uh, to live into this, uh, into this tech and we're going to be witnessing incredible things here. Absolutely. Also, just to let everybody know before we wrap up as well, we have just acquired a brand, well, a, a newsletter, but for us, it's going to be brand new, but we've acquired a newsletter that's all about the metaverse. It's going to be a weekly newsletter that we're going to be pushing out. If you'd like to sign up to that, please check out the link down below, or you can find it on all about digital, uh, all about the metaverse.xyz. <laughs> oh, too many Wonderful. names are the same. Uh, yeah. And then you'll be able to find all that latest news. We'll also be covering some of the greatest stories that we see during the week and you'll be able to get access to that. So feel free to have a look. Link down below in the comments. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please do hit that subscribe button as well. It means a lot to us and it shows us that we should continue making these episodes. <laughs> oh, for <laughs> because sure. obviously we for enjoy sure. it. If you're listening, oh, that means so somebody's enjoying it. And uh, we can continue to build from there. Alexis, thank you so much. And take care, everybody. Thank you, Chris. 